Hello folks, Double T here, welcoming all our listeners in for an exciting episode of the Double T Podcast. Folks, today we're going to talk about January 6th and the insurrection on the U.S. Capitol, the U.S. Capitol under siege, the media reporting, the coordinated effort by Donald Trump supporters incited by the president's remarks to storm the U.S. Capitol building, killing five, injuring scores of others, rioting and damaging the Capitol building while senators and staffers sheltered in place in fear for their lives. This all over certification of the election of Joe Biden as the 46th president of the United States, an election that Trump clearly felt was rigged and stolen from him. People have been marching on the Capitol for years, folks. Martin Luther King marched on the Capitol in the 60s. The president, in his speech, called for a peaceful and patriotic protest. However, his words were not heeded. What I intend to do in this broadcast is to break down the speech given by President Trump and let's take a look at exactly what he said and then let's see how responsible the President was for what happened. Now, let's get back to that Reuters news report. Let's take a look at what the FBI had to say And then we're going to go and break down the speech, and I will give you my analysis. The report says that the FBI has found scant evidence that this was a plot to overturn the presidential election results, according to current and former law enforcement officials. Federal officials have arrested 570 alleged participants They believe the violence was not centrally coordinated by far-right groups or prominent supporters of President Trump, according to sources who have either been directly involved or briefed in these wide-ranging investigations. 90 to 95 of these are one-off cases, said a former senior law enforcement official with knowledge of the investigation. Then you have the 5%, maybe these militia groups that were more closely organized, but there was no grand scheme with Roger Stone and Alex Jones and all these people that stormed the Capitol to take hostages. FBI investigators did find cells of protesters, including followers of the far-right keepers and Proud Boys, groups that had to break into the Capitol, but found no evidence that the groups had serious plans about what to do if they made it inside, sources said. Prosecutors have failed conspiracy charges against 40 of those defendants, alleging they had engaged in some degree of planning before the attack. They alleged that one Proud Boy leader recruited members and urged them to stockpile approved vest and other military-style equipment in the weeks before the attack, and on January 6th, send members forward with the plan 
split into groups to make multiple entries to the Capitol. So far, prosecutors have steered clear of more serious politically loaded charges that sources said have initially been discussed by prosecutors, such as sedacious conspiracy or racketeering. The FBI's assessment could prove relevant for congressional investigation that also aims to determine how the day's events were organized and by whom. Senior lawmakers on the Hill have been briefed in detail on the results of the FBI's investigation and so far find the FBI's results of the investigation credible, one Democratic congressman said. The chaos on January 6th erupted as the U.S. Senate and House of Representatives went to certify Biden's victory in November's presidential election. It was the most violent attack on the U.S. Capitol since the War of 1812, forcing lawmakers and Trump's own Vice President Mike Pence to scramble for safety for people died and another one died the following day. More than 100 police officers were injured. It was truly a sad day for our democracy. So that's what happened at the U.S. Capitol. Now I want to take time and flashback about an hour and three quarters to two hours, and I want to take a look at Trump's speech. Trump made a speech at a rally shortly before the riot, repeating claims that the 2020 election was stolen from him and he wanted to march on the Capitol and ask lawmakers to reject Biden's victory. There have been panels created, there have been congressional committees drawn, and everybody wants Trump to come and testify. However, the FBI so far has found no evidence that Trump or people directly around the president were involved in organizing the violence according to current and former law officials. So just let me reiterate the fact that nobody believes that Trump had anything to do with it. Listen, I don't blame Trump for being pissed off as he believes the election was taken away from him. I understand why he thinks what he thinks. Whether or not you agree or disagree, he has a right to speak his mind. Once again, he called for a peaceful protest on the Capitol. More than 170 people have been charged so far with assaulting or impeding a police officer, according to the Justice Department, and that carries a maximum sentence of 20 years. One source said, there has been little, if any, recent discussion by senior Justice Department officials filing charges such as salacious conspiracy to accuse defendants of trying to overthrow the government. They also opted not to bring racketeering charges often used against organized criminal groups. Senior officials have discussed filing charges in the weeks after the attack Sources say the prosecutors have also not brought any charges against any individual or group that played a central role in organizing the leading of the attack. Law enforcement sources told writers no such charges appear to be pending. 
Conspiracy charges that have been filed allege that defendants discussed their plans in the weeks before the attacks and worked together on the day, but prosecutors have not alleged that their activity was part of a broader plot. Some federal judges and legal experts have questioned whether the Justice Department is letting them off easy. I tried taking this from a very fair news source. Doesn't lean very far to the left or to the right. We see where the case stands from the U.S. Attorney and Department of Justice and the FBI, and we know where the Democrats want to take this case in the Senate and the House right now. At the end of the day, there's a question that I think we need to ask ourselves. With our country being so polarized as it is politically, is our democracy at risk? An NPR Ipsos poll minds 64% of Americans believe that the U.S. democracy is in crisis and at risk of failing. That sentiment is felt most acutely by Republicans Two-thirds of GOP respondents agree that the claim of voter fraud helped Joe Biden win the 2020 election. Republican sentiment has remained unchanged since the election. It is the driving belief that there is a major fraudulent voting and it's time to change the results of the election, says Mallory Newhall, vice president of Ipsos. The firm that conducted the poll, over 70% of poll respondents agreed that the country is in crisis and at risk of failing. So getting into the Capitol riot, what caused it? Now everybody blames Trump for causing the riot. So I went back and I watched Trump's speech prior to the riot and I studied it and I very carefully looked at it and then I went to the text and I went through it line by line in the points of his speech and I will dissect it and what really want to look at whether or not Trump caused this insurrection as they call it or as Chuck Schumer called it the erection Trump's speech wasn't any different than any other speech Trump has given in the last five years. He attacked the media with vigor. He attacked big tech. The only difference was he went after them and he went after the states for what he considered to be a stolen election. Trump was adamant that he would not concede this election and what they were doing for the purpose of stopping the steal. That, that was their big mantra, stop the steal, because he figured this election was stolen from him. There were three or four states that were huge in question in, in Trump's mind. I want to say it was Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Georgia, uh, Nevada, and uh, Michigan. Trump pointed out that in the previous election, he got 62 million votes and was told by his people and his polling people that if he got 65 million this time around, 
that this election was his, that there was no way that Biden could beat him. And Trump ended up with 75 million votes, okay? So he went on to ask, how in God's name did I lose an election getting 75 million votes? How did Joe Biden get 80 million votes? Now, folks, I'm going to just get off the track for one second because I have to ask a question. And if anybody in this audience can answer this question for me, I would be grateful. Double T Podcast.com, Double T Podcast at iCloud.com if you want to send me an email. I want you to answer me a question. In the history of United States presidential elections, can you please tell me how? Joe, I haven't done anything except a failed crime bill in 46 years in politics got the most votes out of any president in United States history. Can you tell me how that happened? If somebody can answer that question for me, I will be eternally grateful because I can't figure it out unless I go along Trump's line of logic. Just saying. It makes no sense to me at all that Biden can get 80 million votes. It just doesn't make a lick of sense to me. So, Trump went on to say that all Vice President Pence needed to do was to send the election back to the states for recertification and victory would most certainly be theirs. There are three, three or four states in question. I think we just went over them. Trump felt that the election was stolen from him from the get-go and he was not letting go of this. Trump said that the media used the pandemic to defraud people, that we do not have free and fair elections, and that we do not have a free and fair press. Something that we were all always very used to. It's like we always trusted Walter Cronkite. We always trusted uh, 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 Roger Mudd. We always trusted Tom Brokaw. We always trusted the guys that read us the news at night. Today, not many people that I trust reading the news. After the speech, Trump said, all walk down to the Capitol, including myself, and we will cheer on our brave congressmen and women and hope that they will do the right thing. We will peacefully and patriotically demonstrate for our democracy is under siege. Trump went on to list the accomplishments of his administration. He talked about upgrades to the military, the VA, introduction of Space Force, the building of highways, amongst many other accomplishments of his administration. But through all the good things, he said, all the media did was focus in on baseless allegations against him, such as the Russia hoax. Right over there, as he pointed to the Capitol, 
We will all wait and we will all be happy when these three states in question will go and see what happens. We have the right to send it back to states where the action is supposed to happen. The media is in search, but there is no evidence of fraud and the people do not believe in the media anymore. Trump switched gears by asking, where is Hunter? Has anybody seen Hunter? Hunter Biden, how about the three and a half million dollars he got from the Russian president's wife for a job? How about the millions of dollars he got to sit on the board of a company in Ukraine that he had no experience at? How about the millions of dollars that Joe threatened to withhold to the government of Ukraine if a certain investigator wasn't fired? And son of a gun, the investigator was fired before Joe left. Where's Hunter's laptop? Trump went on to say, in Pennsylvania, the Democratic Supreme Court and Democratic Secretary of State passed voter legislation law illegally to remove the signature requirement 11 days before the election. Therefore, you didn't have to ID yourself before voting. There were 205,000 more ballots in Pennsylvania than actual residents. 8,000 ballots matched names and dates of births of deceased people. 14,000 ballots matched out-of-state people. 10,000 votes counted even though they came in later than they were received. They were redated. 60,000 ballots were received before they even were mailed out. Go figure that one out. 25,000 ballots were received by a nursing home residence in one envelope, suggesting ballot harvesting. The number of absentee ballots sent out in Pennsylvania were increased by 400,000 the day after the election. Trump went on to break down Wisconsin, then Georgia, Michigan, and Nevada. It was the exact same story as Pennsylvania. Why is this, folks? Why did everything happen in the middle of the night? Why did everything happen without somebody watching? I mean, I think the guy's got some legitimate questions here that nobody's answering. Trump said he could continue reading this stuff for another hour. But the point of the matter is, Republicans need to get tougher. And if they don't get tougher, they're not going to have a party and they're not going to have a country. The Constitution doesn't allow him to send the election back to the states. He said that you have to protect your country and you have to protect your Constitution. You can't vote on fraud and you can't. And when you catch somebody in a fraud, you got to do something about it. He went on to say that Mike has the courage to do what he has to do. And I hope he doesn't listen to the rhinos and the stupid people that he is listening to. It's also widely understood that the voter rolls are crammed with non-citizens and the Democrats oppose every effort to clean the voter rolls up. It isn't just a matter of national security and domestic policy. 
It isn't the end. It's just the beginning. I need your help. And you've given it to me over the last four years. And we've built the greatest political movement in the history of our country that nobody has ever seen before. We have to fight like hell to keep it or we're not going to have a country anymore. Our exciting adventure involves endeavors that not have yet begun. My fellow Americans, for our movement and for our children and our beloved country, I say that all this, despite all of that's happened, the best is yet to come. We are going to walk down Pennsylvania Avenue, and I love Pennsylvania Avenue. We're going to walk down there and we're going to give the Democrats something that they've never seen before. Our Republicans, even the weak ones, the strong ones, they don't need any of our help. We're going to try to give them the kind of pride that is involved in needing to take our country so we can walk down Pennsylvania Avenue proud. I want to thank you all. I want to say God bless you all. God bless America. Thank you. This is incredible. Thank you so very much. Okay, that was the speech. There was 100,000 people at that speech. I have listened to experts talk about that speech and say how incendiary it was, how hateful it was, how Donald Trump should be locked up for what he said and that he was responsible for the riot on the Capitol, how he coordinated it, how he did this, how he did that. And they said that because he used the terms we fight strong, that he used all these catchwords that made people do this. And here's what I'm going to say to all of that. I think that's all bullshit. First off, I think Trump was standing up for what he believed. Whether or not he was right or wrong is secondary to the argument. I think he was standing up for what he believed. And I think, uh, I think that people have been marching on the Capitol since the Capitol was there. Um, since 1812, people have been marching on the Capitol. Um, Martin Luther King marched on the Capitol. Okay? I believe Donald Trump is a lot of things, okay? I believe that Donald Trump is a narcissist. I believe he hates to lose. I believe he's a lot of things. But one thing I do believe about Donald Trump is I do believe that he loves his country. And I do believe that he is about service. All right, you're going to tell me that Donald Trump made a million, billion, zillion dollars while he was president? Who cares? All right, here's what I care about. I don't care about who he slept with. I don't care who he cheated on. I don't care what he did. I don't care about any of that. All right, we didn't elect Donald Trump as an altar boy. We didn't elect him as a priest. We elected him to do a job. And that's all I care about was the end result of the job. All right. He built up the military, shored up the southern border. Uh, we, were, we were starting to win the war on drugs. He, 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 he 
we were starting to win a little bit with NATO, getting some money coming back the other way. He did a lot of good things as president. Yeah, his mouth got him in trouble, but people couldn't see beyond that, okay? Do I believe that he caused this riot at the Capitol? I do not believe that he caused it. Um, I do not believe that his intention was to start a riot at the Capitol. I do believe that the end results happened the way they did because that there were idiots involved. Uh, there have been suggestions that there were people inside working on this to make it look like Trump had something to do with it. Uh, I said at the beginning of the story, investigators have come up with little to no evidence, uh, or absolutely no evidence, linking Trump to any of this. And I think it's about time we get off the Trump train here as far as this riot is concerned because no one's ever going to have hearings on this with him. They're never going to convict him or charge him with anything. It's over. The people that were responsible for this have been erected. It's time to move on. And my guess is if uh, what you're going to see here is uh, <laughs> what I'm looking at now, the things, the rumblings that I'm starting to hear is um, there's a really good chance you might see a 2016 rematch of Trump and Hillary uh, in 2024 uh, because Hillary's about the best candidate right now that they have. And I think that's absolutely hysterical that that's the best that they can do. So at the end of the day, I do think... Um, I do not think that Trump incited the insurrection at the Capitol. The answer is no. Uh, I'm going to explain why. Uh, only a moron would go on and riot the Capitol. Anybody with a half a brain that listened to that speech would walk away from that speech with an opinion and go one way or another way. But they wouldn't go and riot at the Capitol. I mean, you, you know, you've got to be a complete moron to take those words and go to the Capitol and riot. Now, if you disagree with me on that point, you can go to doubletpodcast.com and leave me a comment, or you can shoot me an email at doubletpodcast at iCloud.com. I will definitely read your emails or your comments on the air and I will completely eviscerate you if you disagree with me because this one you can't win. I mean, it, it it's, you know, it's really simple. I mean, you've got to, it, it, it's like every argument that I have with somebody over Trump and it's not that I am in love with Donald Trump, all right? It, but any disagreement that I have with anybody over Donald Trump, and I, I will say to somebody like, well, a Trump hater, why do you not like Donald Trump? Well, he's a this, this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, well, okay, well, why? What, 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 what did he do that's so bad? Well, uh, he, uh, he, uh, uh, he was married three times. Oh, okay, uh, so what? Well, uh, he uh, had an affair with a porn star. Uh, okay, uh, so what? Well, uh, you know, he didn't. It's always personal stuff. 
it's always personal stuff that they attack him on. And again, um, look at great leaders in history. They're all narcissists. They all have flawed personalities and they all do crazy shit. Um, great leaders are not perfect human beings, ladies and gentlemen. Um, it's really that simple. So, that's my take on January 6th. And I thank you for coming in and listening to me today. Um, uh, listen to my next trailer. I have a very, very, very exciting guest coming in. Um, you're going to love this one. Um, but do me a favor. Um, be safe out there. I know COVID's running rampant again. Uh, please be very safe out there. And if you do have an opportunity to do an act of random kindness for a stranger, please take that opportunity because one random act of kindness will make the world a better place. Have a good day, folks. Double T, out.